For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Communicating Across Cultural Boundaries a 360-degree approach to communication entails looking at all forms of interactions as a way to interconnect. This means both verbal and nonverbal, and clues and hints. This concept can be particularly helpful in relating to and with cultures outside the United States, as one of the most critical issues to a compliance function is breaking through a company's cultural barriers. Aaron Myers explained that managers often discover that perfectly rational deals fall apart when their business counterparts make what seems to be unreasonable demands or don't respect the commitments. She laid out a five-part solution I have adapted for the compliance practitioner in communicating a compliance program across multinational organizations. In its 2020 update, the DOJ specified that when it comes to compliance training, a company must offer compliance training in the form and language appropriate for the audience. Initially, Look for as many cultural bridges as you can find as it will help you understand what your international audience is communicating to you in both verbal and nonverbal formats. During a wide variety of activities familiar to any compliance practitioner, such as training, investigations, or simple meetings where the compliance perspective must be articulated in any business setting. If you fail to have an understanding or even a person who can navigate these signs for you, here are five steps to help you out. Number one. Adapt the way you express disagreement. Simply because someone agrees, disagrees with you, it is not a sign that the discussion is going poorly, but that it is an invitation to engage in a lively talk. The key is to listen for verbal cues when interacting. These sources are what linguistics experts call upgraders and downgraders. Upgraders are words which you might use to strengthen your disagreement, such as totally, completely, and absolutely. Downgraders such as partially, a little bit, and maybe soften the disagreement. It is incumbent to understand upgraders and downgraders within their cultural context. Two, know when to bottle it up and let it all pour out. Some cultures have very demonstrative ways of speaking and gesturing. However, other cultures are not comfortable with such displays. You need to understand the key difference. So the second rule of international negotiations is to recognize what an emotional outpouring, whether yours or theirs, signifies in the culture you are negotiating with and to adapt your reaction accordingly. Was it a bad sign that the Swedish negotiator sat calmly across the table from you and never entered open debate and showed a little passion during the discussion? Not at all. But if you encounter the same behavior while negotiating as in Israel, it might be a sign the deal was about to die an early death. Three. Learn how culture, other cultures build trust. 
Most Americans think that building trust in a business setting is gained by demonstrating your usefulness and competency in providing solid information. However, this type of approach is not always effective across the globe. There are two approaches to building trust, cognitive and affective. In the cognitive approach, you gain trust by the confidence you feel in someone's accomplishments, skills, and reliability. Some of the techniques you can use to build trust are investing in time, in meals, drinks, or karaoke, or whatever it may be, and don't talk about the deal during these activities. Four, ask yes or no questions. This is something Americans have an innate amount of trouble getting our heads around. Most generally, when we ask a direct question requiring a direct yes or no answer, we expect that whichever the answer is, it will be adhered to going forward. In many other cultures, this may not be correct. In some cultures, it is rude to tell someone you respect and have trust no directly. While that may mean yes, they may really mean no. Conversely, when the verbal response is strong, even a multiple no, it may mean that the party needs more time to respond. Five, be careful about putting it in writing. This last point will may be the most difficult for the CCO uh, and compliance practitioner, particularly if you're a lawyer or especially if you hold to the mantra of document, document, document. In many cultures, even the follow-up to a conversation with something in writing could well seem like a slap in the face. The lack of trust or even communicating that the listener did not comprehend what you were communicating. You may need to do some additional amount of explanation around your compliance documentation. Do not be dogmatic about it, but emphasize the need for written materials in the appropriate situation. Communications and compliance must be largely drawn around trust. For any compliance practitioner, the key is to working with your employee base across the globe. Implicit in building trust is getting out of your home office to travel to other office locations. While you can build cognitive trust through demonstrating your usefulness to an overseas business unit from your home, you will never be able to effectively build trust sitting in the corporate office. Obviously, this is very difficult during coronavirus, but you're going to have to find a way to get around this. What are today's three key takeaways? Number one, Communication and compliance must be largely drawn around trust. You really can't say enough around trust. Two, look for as many cultural bridges as you can find as it will help you understand what your international audience is communicating to you. Three, one of the things most critical to a compliance function is breaking through a company's own internal cultural boundaries. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures, and I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. Also, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's podcast series. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.